This episode of With Love and Justice for All is brought to you by Bliss Books and Wine. Bliss Books and Wine is an independent black-owned bookstore for wine enthusiasts and book lovers. Listed as one of the black-owned bookstores in America that amplify the best in literature by OprahDaily.com, Bliss Books and Wine is your go-to for all your favorite titles, including ebooks and audiobooks. And when we buy from black-owned businesses, we are helping to create a world of racial equity. When ordering online, use the code 846BOOK for a 10% discount. That's 846-B-O-O-K for a 10% discount at blissbooksandwine.com. Exploring the healing and culture building practices of embodied anti-racism. This is With Love and Justice for All with Reverend Ogan Holder and Reverend Kelly Isola. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 39 of With Love and Justice for All. You're probably saying to yourself, wait, they're dropping an episode early. Uh, kind of, sort of. What we've decided to do is take what we usually do on Fridays on Instagram Live, usually cover like some headlines and stuff um, that happened during the week that fit into the, the context of our conversations around um, anti-racism and social justice and uh, what we decided to do was uh, turn that into another podcast episode because um, more of you are listening to the podcast than you are watching the IG live. So uh, the people have spoken. We have listened. <laughs> in this, yes, but just this one time. I was going to say, in this case, we don't always hey, listen hey, when hey. the people speak. <laughs> but but we listen uh, this time. So what will happen now moving forward on Fridays is that we will uh, do sort of like a headline review, look at some headlines for the week. Um, in perfect timing, we've decided to start this just when we're about to wrap up our first <laughs> season. Uh, cause, cause why would we plan ahead? Um, well, yeah. so, but this is, a this is just a tease for what you can expect when, um, we, we wrap up. This is, uh, we got one more episode after this before we take a break and, uh, yeah, then we'll come back when we come back. Um, so as always, um, you can join our conversation, um, uh, Facebook and Instagram, our handle is get our holy on. And again, we have a phone number. If you ever want to call and leave a message, that's 413 get holy or 413-438-4659. For those of you without letters on your phone. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so for those uh, that don't know that there's letters on their phone. that, that, that too. So 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 um so some of the some of the things we will talk about with our headlines is uh you know um things that are in in the general zeitgeist some more obscure things but they're they all fitting into the context and we'll have some additional commentary that fits into what we always talk about embodied anti-racism like i said dismantling oppression uh fostering liberation um and perhaps some of the special challenges that arise as spiritual seekers because that is that is the world in which we uh generally walk in so um yeah i think that's i think that's all we got to do for intro um and uh we can jump in uh the the episode is is it's titled uh cloudy days at sesame and other headlines what the hell is happening at sesame place yeah so and i and i think it's important that we distinguish between sesame street and sesame place 
Okay, yes, you're you're right. Um, so Sesame Street is the you know children's uh, TV show that has been on since what early seventies. No, earlier than that. Uh, late si early late sixties. Early sixties. Uh, okay. Yeah. Um, so let me see. I I was born in seventy four. I started watching as early as I can remember, and the OG crew was still in play. So that's why I say early seventy, but probably earlier than that. Um, and uh, Sesame. So that's so. Let me refresh. Yeah, Sesame Street is a TV show. Um, Sesame Workshop is like the overarching company, and Sesame Place is like an amusement park theme park based on sesame street and its characters um right. a place where um the one in philly i i took we took uh, our daughter to when she was a little kid and um tiny tiny toddler infant um and and i have great memories so if you haven't been seeing the news lately apparently there's been this um interesting uh, a mom was there with with two of her kids and she recorded video of um, uh, her kids being shunned, her two little girls being shunned by a character. Um, as you know, the character's walking down and character is hugging the white kids, but ignoring the black kids and not giving them high fives. Uh, turns out, um, not the only time this has happened. Um, and I'm, and I'm, I'm reading, um, from the website, uh, insidethemagic.com. Um, and, there's a another video of a of a Sesame Place character like pushing down a little black girl. So apparently oh, yeah. there's, there's there's something weird happening at Sesame Place, um, and uh, Sesame Workshop they are aware of it. They put out a statement, and um, in which they say what these children experience is unacceptable. They're taking it very seriously. They've been in contact with Sesame Place or a licensed park partner, and yeah. They have assured us that they will conduct bias training and thorough review in the ways which they engage with family and guests. Um, which makes me wonder that they hasn't been bias training up to now. <laughs> well, maybe not at Sesame Place. Um, it's really, it's really, really sad to me because Sesame Street, you know, the 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 show has has just has worked really hard over the decades to, um, you know, to to just expand to, you know, to be inclusive, to, yeah. to teach the things that that the state of Florida doesn't want to teach and right. Texas and, you know, has really um, not perfectly at all, but has really, I think, done, you know, many times has done a, a really good job of of, you know, introducing you know, new characters and conversations that are difficult about yeah. race and LGBTQ and, and, and you know, and all, various, all various disabilities or there's, yes. a, there's a character who's, whose dad, um, or parent, I'm not sure if it's the father. Um, so let me not uh, misquote that, but whose parent is incarcerated and, yes. and what that means. I mean, they, you know, I think they up to this day still have done the best informational on COVID. <laughs> Yes, I know. <laughs> well, they did it for thing. CNN. They did right. it for CNN right. multiple times. Right, yeah. right. To explain COVID to kids, but as a as yes. an adult watching, I was like, I have learned more <laughs> watching yeah, this. Yeah, this isn't just for kids. I, you right. know, plus you're probably more likely to listen to a pink fuzzy, you know, character and a big 
huge yellow bird than some talking news head. <laughs> One <laughs> never least, knows. At least this adult. I was, I was going to say, are you, speak from your own experience. <laughs> well, I, that's why I said at times. At times. At times. At okay. Times, yeah. Um, so, so, yeah. So, Sesame, please get your act together, please, because uh, I don't know what's happening over there. It's, it's not, it's not okay. And um, this is, this is, this is not where children need to learn that that uh the world treats you differently because of the color of your skin that's not that's not what needs to happen yeah well the you know the other the other piece of this is that uh you know when we talk about intent and impact right and, yes and there's this over focus on intention when you know when it comes to privilege and and white privilege and patriarchy that the thinking and consciousness is all pretty much generally focused on well that wasn't my intention i wasn't trying to do that la 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 and so the 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 performer that was portraying this character that is rosita you know mm -hmm. um said you know had this you know had made a statement about you know i wasn't intentionally ignoring the girls this is not what i meant it's been an understanding and i think it's it doesn't even for for me it's okay great and i automatically my brain goes to and the impact is like this is a perfect example of how we really need to shift our our attention and intention to what's the impact it doesn't yeah. really matter you know what the intention was because here's the impact it's you know and the fallout and and the you know the reverberation from this is just never ending including for these these you know these little girls that are gonna likely they're at an age where they're gonna you know remember that forever and and not that necessarily they would remember it and carry this this huge wound and burden and you never why, know i don't know i don't know and but why create the potential and and also what, what do you mean it wasn't your intention to ignore the children that is the only reason you were there that right. that is your whole job to sit right. out and engage with children you know if yeah. your job was to engage with adults and you didn't see two little kids you know not that that's okay but i can i can almost understand that but your job is to interact with the children you yeah. had you, you yeah. had one thing to do Right. right, and you messed it up, and you seem to have messed it up in um a f in in a way that um is obviously sketchy. Yeah, right. If you'd ignored some white kids too, this would not have been in the headlines. Um, no, no, no. And you know the 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 little girl um says to her mom, one of the little girls says, you know, what did I do? And I'm like, Ugh. yeah, exactly, 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 yeah. That's gonna uh, that's gonna that's gonna leave a scar. Um, um, speaking of other children-related things, let's let's switch over to Harry Potter. In case you haven't heard, uh, Quidditch, the official game, and yes, it's a real game. I don't know why, yeah. but it is. Uh, <laughs> is is con is distancing itself from author J.K. Rowling. Uh, the the Quidditch League, the International Quidditch Association, again, send us, I never thought I'd say out loud, the International Quidditch <laughs> Association is as announced that the sport will now be known as quad ball. Uh, 
in an effort to distance himself from the source material and the author of the source material, J.K. Rowling, who um, continues to and has made some fairly non-inclusive statements around trans people. Um, So she... Yeah, she keeps digging herself into this hole and is not accepting um, apparently trans folk as the folk that they are. Um, and it's 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 caused some conflict. Um, the uh, I, I also read recently when they did that whole Harry Potter reunion thing on HBO, uh, the main actors um, said they would only do it if she was not included. Um, and she wasn't. Um, there were some clips, previously recorded clips of her from from way back in the day, but she was not included in that special. And um, some of them have also said if they make new Harry Potter movies that required those characters, they will only take part if she has nothing to do with it as well. So, yeah. Um, well, she... she um, <clears throat> She, you know, from from the things that I read and, and the statements that, um, you know, it, again, it's one of these where you say something and wait, let me explain what I really meant. Um, yeah. uh, and, um, you know, has been accused of being transphobic. Um, and well, and- she, to, to be uh, so maybe we should. Yes. Accused of being transphobic. I think more accurately, uh, she's accused of being a turf, which is. Uh, a, a trans exclusionary radical feminist. So she claims to be a feminist and stands right. up for women's issues, but does not necessarily believe trans women should be included in that because uh, because she doesn't she doesn't yeah. uh, or or rather she believes that that biological sex matters more. Right, uh, and yeah. and thinking that that transgender is erasing, you know. Right. Um, biological sex, the idea of biological sex. Yes. Um, yeah. So she's, um, so there's a new term for people, turf. Turf. Um, yeah. Yeah. It is. Um, it is. And, 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 and adjacent to this also problematic is Dave Chappelle, the comedian who, who sort of, who's, uh, I guess a turf, turf himself. He sides and agrees with JK Rowling around this and he's, he's, always had some problematic things around uh, originally the gay community um, and now more so the trans community. Um, and, and it's kind of, it's, it's, it's sad that uh, they have this platform and this is how they choose to uh, use it. So um, I'm not sure how, I'm not, and I'm not sure how uh, I, I, it seems a huge leap to me. And again, I'm sure it's me and my brain and expectations of, open-mindedness and normalcy or something but how does um you know how does transgender it's it when when you know i read that that and what you say about dave chappelle about you know the idea of erasing biological sex that that it's not like every person is you know transgender like i don't how do you make that leap to saying that you're you know getting rid of or it's getting buried or being erased i don't i don't know either i don't i don't know not every person i don't i don't either but i'm also in the habit of um maybe not trying to deeply understand the mindset of non-inclusionary people uh you know I, i mean yeah uh yeah especially if you know the math doesn't add up with what they're saying 
I don't know. Well, um, yeah, I mean, I don't. It's not like I want to spend a lot of time, <laughs> you know, or expend a lot of energy. Right. And it, it is for me. It is, you know, there there is elements of this work that is about is about understanding to a degree is about building bridges, and not like I think I'm going to change anybody's mind. Right. And um, but it's you know what's underneath it, and and. I don't know. I just think that there's there are times when I'm very happy to go. Okay, see ya. You know, there's yeah, there's yeah. no no time and energy not, to be wasted or not, spent. Not not all views it. are not all views are welcome here. Um, no, no. Well, I'll speak for myself. And in my days of homophobia and transphobia back in the day, which was a hundred percent very religious based, right? Mm -hmm. There was there was well. I mean, that's what it was. There was a religion base. There was there was the cultural basis of of me believing what I was told that there's there's men and there's women because there's penises and there's vaginas. Uh, there's only two sex organs, or there are only two biological sexes, um, and there's a binary. Even though, even though there's a very powerful uh, you know uh, Bible verse that speaks to that. Um, I want to I want to pull it up here real quick because because it's it's fast it's it's really great how we how we you know interpret interpret the scripture yeah <laughs> um galatians 3 26 28 neither jew nor greek there's neither slave nor free there is no male and female for you are all one in in christ jesus so um not to again get get weirdly christian on you um but uh when when we read the scripture how do we interpret this right and and for me, the in the overall arching interpretation for me of the scripture is that the binary is not a thing. The binary is a falsehood. There is no binary, right? So if there is no binary, that means there's no there's no there's no um, what's that uh, concrete division between male and female. It's there's it just isn't. So so even if you don't believe it from the scientific and the psychological point of view, if you are if you wanna if you only relate in a religious context, especially a Christian religious context, there's, there's a verse for you. Well, and uh, if you also look at it from a historical, you know, cultural, ethnographic, you know, uh, lens, interdisciplinary mm -hmm. lens, it, it was, there wasn't a binary thing in culture at the time, you know, right. um, it was certainly much more fluid. And there wasn't even the word homosexual, like that word didn't even exist right. in, in vocabulary. So, yeah. There's, there's that. Yeah. Uh, um, um, oh, speak, uh, uh, one more, one more stick in, one more stick in with, uh, with, uh, in the, in the context of, of young people. Um, and this is this is a great example of some black girl magic from the Washington Post. A 13-year-old, shout out to 13-year-old Alina Wicker, who um, you know enjoys things that other 13-year-olds enjoy: movies, playing soccer, baking, hanging out with friends. And she started medical school. I know medical school at 13 years old. She's a student yeah. at Arizona State and Oakwood University. She's earning two separate undergraduate degrees in the biological sciences. She says, I just have extremely good time management skills and I'm very disciplined. Uh -huh. uh, blow some of that my way, please. 
Right. And I, but Seriously. I'm sure it has nothing to do with intellect, just good time management. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, you know. <laughs> oh my God. She is more than 10 years younger than the average income in medical students. What is age? She wow. says, you're not too young to do anything. I feel I've proven myself that I can do anything that I put my heart and mind to. You know what, girl, go on. Go on with yourself. Oh my goodness. 13 years old. I know. And she was reading, um, um, you know, just reading so young and reading very uh, adult books mm -hmm. uh, at so young and, and had a mom who's like, okay, you know, um, saw yeah. it and said, great. And um, noticed how she did things, noticed how advanced she was, noticed just allowing her to be self-expressed. Yeah. Um, and when we talk about disparities, according to the National Science Board, women make up 28% of the science and engineering workforce, and, on, and of them, only about 5% are women of color. So, yeah, inequities all over the place there. And, yeah. you know, and these inequities have nothing to do with, as you mentioned, the intellect or the ability to be disciplined or manage time. It's about it's about what doors have been closed historically. One and two. Then there's also the the idea of representation, right? Um, because the doors have been closed historically, um, you know, black kids don't often see themselves in these positions, and therefore right. don't think that's an option for them. Right. Uh, so so yeah. So now that's that's changing. Shout out to you, Elena. Go get well, it done. She yeah, she, um, you know, her stories, like, here's something that we hear so much, you know, things that have come out of COVID that are troubling and, and, you know, ick and, and hard. And, you know, it's, it's good to point the things that, that are inspiring. And, and, you know, there's a lot of good that comes out of, you know, being able to move through a pandemic. And that's when she during the pandemic is when she decided to expand her course, course load. I love when she says, that algebra was easy, geometry was intuitive, and biology was a breeze. <laughs> Whatever. Okay, then. She, now you're just showing was... off. <laughs> I know. She, she was bored. Now that I can relate to, being bored. <laughs> I was bored through most of school. Um, oh, my goodness. But I don't think I was that bored, right? But none of it was a struggle. She just oh loved learning. She loved reading and, and her mom. And she got bullied for being smart. And that one I can relate to. Yes, um, yes. I got, I got picked on a lot. And, um, so my, yes. one of my, okay, so here's a, here's a nerd confession. One of my, one of my better friends during high school was my physics teacher. Uh, okay. Um, because I got picked on. I know, just keep laughing. It's okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's called, but it it's, was, called it's called doubling down. <laughs> no, but he was fascinating, but he was, he was a hippie. He was a hippie, that, so he, you know, had this beard, and yeah, so um, it was making, you know, I know, and my brother would agree with this, you know, making physics fun. Yeah, there's actually a way to do it. Yeah, um, but but good yeah, for him I for good for him for creating uh, a safe, accepting space for you. Yeah, uh, as well. So yeah, because because as a girl, so not you know, not not a, a um, you know a black girl or. Um, but as a white girl, is still as a girl, I'm in a, you know, in our education system, yeah. it's still patriarchal. So to be, you know, acknowledged and seen and yeah, 28%. We just, we just read it yeah. 28% yeah, yeah. to this day yeah. still. 
Um, speech- 13 medical school. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm still in awe. Yes, me too. Me too as well. What can I say? Um, also, also, um, individuals making, making firsts and black individuals making, making first, uh, the Marines after 246 years will now have mm-hmm. the first black four-star general. I'm sorry, 246 years. Yep. First black four-star general, Lieutenant General Michael Langley, um, has been tapped to lead the U.S. forces in Africa. Um, I am hoping because it's Africa that has nothing to do with the fact why he was chosen and him being black. But you know what? We will take it. <laughs> <laughs> However you get yeah. there. However you get there. Um, whew, a good, oh my goodness. Mm. All right. Well, there so- aren't, there aren't, yeah, there just aren't a lot of, um, you know, high level officers and leaders uh, who are black. And right. so it's, I mean, the 246 is, is a little ridiculous, but, um, Just but it was, little. yeah, but when Colin Powell, you know, moved up through the ranks and yeah. um, it's, uh, it's unfortunately, we don't hear, hear about it enough. Um, and finally, uh, yeah, just I, the 246 is really gets me. <laughs> like Think yeah. back to what year that was. Um, I can't do that level of math. I know. I know. I know. But we're in two thousands, so it's gotta be like what, eighteen something? Eighteen yeah. eight but seventeen something, I guess, if it's two hundred and forty six. Isn't that right? Yep. Okay. Yes. All right. Be in the seventeen seventies. Yeah. This is why we're not in medical school. Shout out to you, Alina, again. Right. Right. We'll send a text to Alina. Seriously. We we Since just calculus is so we, easy here. We just couldn't do basic <laughs> math. Right, right, right. And she's rocking algebra. Um, quick updates on the craziness of Roe v. Wade being overturned um, in Louisiana. Uh, judge temporarily extends the order blocking the abortion bans. So as, as of right now, um, the 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 limited um, what do you call it um, abortion clinics are are operating in Louisiana. And then um, in Austin, Texas, the city. Um, I think has uh, voted to decriminalize abortion. And the thing about this is, is that this doesn't overturn the state's uh, mandate that that uh, makes abortions illegal. But what it what it's doing is making um, if someone has an abortion in Austin, law enforcement. Um, puts that like way low down on the priority scale. So, so no one's, no one's going to in Austin really from the authorities uh, perspective, not gonna uh, hunt you down like to do in other parts of te- Texas. And no, I'm not being a, uh, what's the word? Hyperbole. Hyperbolic. hyperbolic. There you go. There we go. Not being hyperbolic when I say hunt you down um so no so no they're even uh they're they're tracking us online yes yes i mean i i know it may sound a little crazy or it may sound nope. like a conspiracy theory but it's not like i'm watching conversations on twitter and, and on instagram of <clears throat> of you know women having experiences that the only way so one woman for instance she's you know 
uh, goes to a Walgreens to get a pregnancy test. And a few days later, she gets this package in the mail from Walgreens that's got, um, you know, formula and other stuff for a new baby. Um, and she had used her rewards thing um, in the purchase of it. And I, when I first read it, I'm like, mm. now where did the, what what you said this was Walgreens? Um, yeah, Walgreens um, be sketchy, yo, because because there's also a couple of reports of people going into Walgreens to buy condoms and employees not selling them because of quote yeah. unquote religious beliefs. Yeah. And I'm just like that, that makes no sense whatsoever. First of all, first of all, uh, you know, none of your business. Uh, yeah. second of all, you know, shock, uh, this might be news to some people, but yeah, married people use condoms too. Uh, so, right. so even if your whole thing was like, can't have sex outside marriage, marriage folk, you, I, I, I can't even, what is happening? <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> uh, yeah, they're, they're, you know, tracking your data has taken on a whole new meaning. Oh my God. Right. Tracking, tracking your data and what you're doing and, you know, where you are online and I don't know. Yeah. But it's really, it's really, you know, there's, there's, um, uh, you know, some groups of women that I belong to that, you know, were sort of, you know, doing un underground, you know, kind of advocacy and, and some work and, and we're all um, making sure that we know what apps to take off the phone, mm -hmm. you know, and we set up we set up groups. We don't use the the text app that comes with your phone. We don't even use WhatsApp. We'll use like Signal or something else that is encrypted. Yes. Um, so and, and we have we have point, point of kind order of set guidelines of what uh, WhatsApp yeah. is encrypted too. Granted, it's on my Facebook, and you probably can't trust it. But but the right. encryption has that's why we go the up. next step. <laughs> Right. Okay. Not so I because I brought that up in a meeting once. Well, WhatsApp yeah. encrypted, and and I know it's owned by Facebook and all this stuff. But there was a couple women that that, and I totally got it. They were like, "Yeah, let's go the next step." And I use Signal yeah. with some people that you know are overseas if they're mm -hmm. in, um, you know, in Turkey or Syria or you know, Iran, you know, just for the encryption on on Signal. But um, yeah, so they're they're like and guidelines around what we'll even share you know, back and right. forth. Um, and I'm like, oh my God, this is like 19, this is like George Orwell, you know, alive and well. Uh, yes, yes. Um, and the last thing I want to share is, um, in case you haven't heard, uh, 988 has gone live. 988 is the new 911 for uh, mental health sort of crisis situations. So, um, you know, when often people have um, are in a mental health crisis and and not knowing who else to call, people call 911, cops show up. And more often than not, if that person is um, a black person or a marginalized person, um, sometimes death happens um, and cops are not trained to handle such situations. Um, some 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 town cities. Uh, states have have mandated that if it's a if it's a mental health situation, a mental health professional goes with the cops um, to deescalate. Um, and now we have the next step where if it's a mental health situation, instead of calling nine one one, you call nine eight eight. And in the black community, unfortunately, and I'm reading this on the root. Um, dot com um some some black folk are still a bit skeptical because you know historically 
and when I say historically, I mean still happening now, um, Black folk receive inferior both medical and psychological care. Um, and there's tons of data to support that. So there's still a little bit of a, you know, uneasiness around that. Um, but please note that, um, please do that. Um, if, if you're in a situation or someone with you is in a situation where they are having a mental health crisis, do not call 911, call 988. Yep. Yep. And that's for everybody. Please call 988. Yes. That's the other the other piece of um, you know of this you know creating a culture of you know more inclusion, more safety, more belonging, like like safety and and liberation, you know, like for all is another one of the voices that have gotten that I've gotten connected with are social workers, and uh, they are you know as I talk to them and and they tell me what they're doing and how they're doing it, where and why they're really social workers are a, really a powerful force that I think is largely untapped. Uh, well, I don't know if largely, but not certainly not tapped as much as they could be in order to support, um, um, you know, the, uh, uh, human rights, whatever, whatever human rights violations going on, LGBTQ, um, you know, the overturning of Roe v. Wade, you know, our, our, you know, bodily agency um, for, um, you know, uh, spousal abuse, uh, domestic violence, like they really are advocates for those that need services. And what I'm discovering is more and more of them are creating these little underground, I don't know, want to call it underground, but these networks that are, are kind of outside the system, not breaking the law necessarily, mm-hmm. but but making sure that people know I'm here and here's what I do, you know, and and here's what I can offer. Here's how I can help you at the very least point you in a direction. Right. Uh, And I didn't, um, I just wanted to bring it up because it's uh, I'm hearing it more and more. And um, as I see more and more headlines um, around like the, uh, um, the, um, you know, getting law passed around, you know, we need another law for same sex marriage. And you know we need a law for uh, um, you know right to contraception. You know all these things. There's there is on the ground you know boots on the ground people that are that are working and supporting. And you know, speak, you know, speaking of that, finally, you know all those Republican representatives that voted against codifying contraception. I mean, I don't understand. What, seriously, why do you care? Seriously, <laughs> like. I, I, I really, I'm, I'm, I think at this point, it's just like, we will vote against anything any Democrat puts forward, right? Yep. Like, what is it? A hundred, was it a hundred and 195 Republicans? Five of them voted against, um, um, protecting the right to contraception from, you know, being dismantled as, um, Clarence Thomas, um, bless his heart, uh, suggested that they may come after. Um, so yeah, they're trying to put that, codify that into law to protect that right. And 195 Republican senators voted, uh, sorry, representatives voted against that. And well, and it's blowing my mind. I, I, well, they're the same people that 
don't want any abortions. Well, you'd have right. fewer reason for those if you allow people to have contraception. You know, like what's, but they don't they don't op- crazy. They don't operate by logic. I know clearly, clearly. Um, but anyways, um, so yes, call nine eight eight. Remember, if if you are if you see someone or 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 you are experiencing a mental health crisis, you see someone who's experiencing one. 988 is the number to call. We'll put that in your mental Rolodex. Um, and I think I think that's it for headlines for this week. Yep. Um, and we'll have another episode on a topic next week. It'll be episode 40. Uh, we'll be wrapping up our first season with that episode. Then we go on break for a little bit. Uh, so um, you have plenty of time to catch up um, to a lot of earlier episodes if you are a newer listener. Um, Please remember to uh, rate us on whatever podcast platform you're listening on. Uh, please share it and remind your uh, non-techie folks who don't know what a podcast is that they can hear it online on the internets, the old school internets um, at <laughs> withloveandjustice.podbean.com. Uh, so that's it for today. I hope you have a good weekend. You got some good weekend plans coming up. Uh, yeah, I do. I'm getting ready for, um, I'm little by slowly. I'm going to paint some more. I'm going to, um, more and more making little piles for my trip that's coming up because I'm really, the closer I get to it, the more I'm very clear. I desperately need it. And I don't even know if I'm going to come back. I will. Okay, then. But I like thinking about not coming back. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Way to way to bury the headline of headlines at the end of the show about headlines. Okay, then. No, there's internet everywhere, but it's it's Facts. the idea of just being off the grid. It's the idea of taking myself out. Wouldn't of, that be something? Continuing if we, to take myself out of the system. If 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 you relocate to Bahamas, me to Barbados, and that's and that's where oh, we yeah. do this. This where we do this work from. Like you know, I'm coming around. I am not mad at this idea. <laughs> We're decolonizing ourselves. Seriously. <laughs> Decolonize and relocate. I like it. All right. All right. That's it. Uh, we'll see y'all next week. Bye.